Here are some of my thoughts on writing and life for October 2022. On my bookshelf, I have a small glass bird acquired years ago during a stay in Petersburg, Virginia. It's my mother I have to thank for it since she finally gave in to my repeated requests. Here's the story. Every year, my family would spend two weeks in Petersburg while my father, a colonel in the Army Reserves, would do his two weeks active duty stint at nearby Fort Lee. My mother, tasked with keeping the three of us amused during our stay at a small family-run motel, planned at least one or two trips to nearby historic locations. But for most of the time, we hung out at the motel, swimming in the pool, playing endless board games, and investigating the latest treasures in the small gift shop. And that is where I saw this bird. I envisioned it back home in the bedroom I shared with my sister, serving as a paperweight on my desk, a desk, by the way, that I didn't have because there was no room for it in that space. The bird holding down all the sheets of paper that contained my literary work. Not that I called them anything so grand. They were just poems and stories, some handwritten, some typed on my mother's royal manual typewriter that I shared with no one because I didn't think my work was worth sharing being just stuff made up by a girl with lots of imagination. So I begged, or bugged, depending on who, whom you ask, my mother to buy it for me, and she finally succumbed, no doubt hoping that I would be satisfied with it and stop asking for anything else. She was mostly right, although periodically I did request other odds and ends, all of which have long since been lost. But not the bird paperweight. When my brother left home and I moved into his bedroom, my parents bought me a small student desk, and there sat the bird all through my high school years. Then I left home, and the bird flew with me, a constant among the ever-changing and often highly disruptive circumstances of my adult life. Marriage, motherhood, divorce, another marriage, another child, another divorce, and so on. And while my children grew up and flew the nest, my glass bird stayed behind. It became a totem, a talisman, a symbol of my dream of someday being a real writer. I think about that little girl who wanted a paperweight for a desk she didn't yet have. Was it to hold down work she had created so the words wouldn't disappear? Was it to symbolize work that would come when her imagination took wing? I doubt if my mother had any idea at the time what grand purpose that glass bird would serve. For that matter, I doubt if that little girl ever thought she would grow up to be a writer, a real writer, not just someone with a stack of scribbling, as Joe Marsh and Little Women referred to her writing. But she did. I did become a real writer. And now that bird has pride of place atop the books I have written. I would wager that most of you have something that symbolizes your writing goals, your literary dreams. Maybe it's a certificate you were awarded decades ago for a piece you submitted to a school writing competition. Maybe it's a copy of your first published work, an essay, a poem, a short story that appeared in a now defunct literary magazine. Maybe it's a mug that says writer that you picked up in a bookstore 
long before you ever thought of being a writer, and yet it called to you. Whatever the item may be, find it and put it in your writing space. Think about what it meant to you then and what it means to you now. Where are you on your writing journey? Are you moving ahead? Are you stuck in one place? Or maybe you're sliding backward down the hill of creativity and wondering if you'll ever gain enough momentum to go forward again. Wherever you are and whatever writing aspirations you have, use that object as a reminder of what you hope to achieve and still can achieve as long as you hold fast to your writing dream.